As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Kumo Majesty 9 Solus TA91. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. I doubt the future. I doubt the future. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm R.J. Live, coast to coast. 200 Fox Sports Radio stations nationwide. 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock now in Vegas. We got an action-packed Monday. Yeah, we got the standbys. What you expected. How did the weekend games go? How is tonight's game going to go? Could RJ possibly have won another prop bet so easily? Key questions across the land. But boy, Magic Johnson and the Lakers coming in strong today unexpectedly. And I think we've got some interesting takes on it joining us. Every day, Brad Powers, Steve Fezzik here in Vegas. They've got all the college knowledge. Well, Brad, you've got all the college yeah, knowledge. I don't know about Fez. Fez, Fez has 80%. Yeah. Fez, NBA expert. Sports batters listen for the money. Sports fans listen to no more than their buddies. My personal promise, we will deliver the Vegas truth to you. But you can't have pros without Joes. He is in L.A. He's Jonas Knox. Always good to be here, RJ. And we start on straight out of Vegas here on a Monday with 
the gift that keeps on giving. That's the Los Angeles Lakers. More drama this time. Magic Johnson, who stepped down from his role with the team about a month ago, appeared on ESPN's first take earlier today and pretty much laid waste to Rob Palenka and certain things that happened in the organization and sort of let it be known that he was not happy with the relationship he had with Palenka and what went down there in L.A. But he did it as a gentleman. Of course. Yeah, he always does. The, the, the masters of PR like magic, they can stick that knife in, pull it out, and you don't even see the glint of the blade. You just see you're bleeding. You know, magic's like, you know, he's a hard worker, that Palenka. In fact, why don't we start there? Because we got some sound. We, we, we kind of zeroed in on, I think, the, the most important parts of that interview. Yeah, and that was uh, Magic Johnson commenting on Rob Palenka and the situation in L.A. Let me go back to the backstabbing comment, because you said that mm-hmm. when you resigned abruptly inside the Staples Center. Was it Rob Palenka that you're talking about? Is it Rob Palenka and other people within the Lakers organization? Who exactly were you talking about? No, just Rob. I think that it's really funny as I sit here. I don't worry about those type of things. I'm not a guy who is like, oh, man, he said this about me, and I worry about it. What happened was I wasn't having fun coming to work anymore, mm-hmm. especially when I got to work beside you, knowing that you want my position. And I'm okay with that because this is what happened, Stephen A. I told him in year two, I'm only going to be here three years. So my job is, Rob, to get you ready for this position. You know, I was going to help elevate him to the president's position. When all this was coming back to me, and guys calling me saying, you better watch out for him. And then what was crazy was, when I took the job, you know how many agents called me and said, you got to watch out for him. And I said, eh, I got to give the guy a fair chance. You know, I can't listen to, to people. But he, he was a hard worker, smart guy. Now you have that position. So I'm good with that. lot to unpack there. First off, that is an important point to realize. We were joking last week when it was announced they weren't going to hire a replacement for Magic, that if they're, if you're the number two, like Palenka in theory was, the number one leaves and they don't hire a number one, you're number one, right? You're making the decisions. So in a way, Palenka wins here, at least in the short term, when it comes to operational input control of the Lakers. Now, if he does well, celebration time for Palenka. If he doesn't, there's a man to blame, right? So, in a way, give Palenka the win there. I also think, and Jonas, you're in L.A., and obviously the Lakers are big across the country. You know, there's debate. You know, the, the, the wisdom, the industry wisdom is the Lakers are a big story everywhere. I kind of feel like that's true. We might take some calls on this and see what the rest of the country thinks, is it how big this story is and what they think about it. But help me understand, Kobe and Palenka, Palenka was his agent, correct? Yeah. Yep. And they're still close. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not just an agent. They're business partners, that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Now, Magic and Kobe... Are they known to be close or just respectful? Uh, respectful, but they're definitely not enemies or anything like that at all, but always been respectful. Because it seems like we've got three generation, including LeBron now, as 
superstars. I mean, the case could be, in fact, I don't even think it's a case. LeBron is the dominant player of the, the 20 years of this century so far, right? Yeah. And you could make the case if you shift it 10 years and go from, let's say, you know, Michael Jordan's retirement to 2012 or whatever, some variation. That's Kobe, right? Kobe's yeah. the player during that time. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know how you got to go to 2009 for LeBron not to take over. I don't know where the line is. But Kobe, for at least a decade, biggest player in the NBA post-Michael. And LeBron's been for over a decade the biggest player in the NBA. And Magic was the biggest player in the NBA for the, you know, 80, at least yep. 10 years. Larry, I mean, we can debate who's better, but Magic's brand, et cetera. And they're all Lakers. And I think they see a feeding frenzy with the, with the buses in that, what's the chance? And it was funny. I listened to every second of the interview, and I listened to Stephen A's analysis after. And the thing you guys have to know about these media guys, and as I've gotten to know them, and I'm talking about the guys that have such a big name that they are connected, and that if Colin Cowherd, Fox Sports Radio, says something about OBJ, OBJ, we're not wondering if OBJ heard it. We're thinking, how is he going to react? And he might react with a... uh, I always think when people say tweet storm, it's like, is are four tweets a tweet storm? We're like, what makes a tweet storm? But he's going to react, right? So these guys that are that big, like Colin, like Dan Patrick, like Stephen A., they hear a lot of stuff because the low, guys below them, agents, whatever, they figure I feed information to Colin. One day he's going to, be on the fence about something I did, but maybe he puts in a good word. Maybe he puts a nicer spin on it because I gave him that info two years ago. Everyone's thinking it's all trading information for good coverage. That's kind of the basis of the media. We can kind of exalt the media as this sanctified institution, mm, maybe. But there's a lot of horse trading. There's a lot of mutual interest. And what ends up happening is a guy like Colin Stephen A., they can't tell you everything they know so they because that would be, betray the source. So they kind of shade what they say based on their inside info, and then you find out three months later it happens, and Colin goes, you know, I couldn't say it, but I was kind of trying to tell you guys this was going to happen. How many times, Brad, have you heard that? <laughs> A ton. A ton. Yeah. So what I tend to do when I listen to someone like Colin so, so much on a regular basis is I try to read between the lines. I don't, on our personal relationship, I, I don't put them on the spot and say, what's really going on? But I read between the lines. And what Stephen A. said today says, hey, it just might be the buses might have to sell this Laker team. And it was just a weird spot for him to say it. My thought is, and Jonas being an L.A. guy, Magic's figuring there's some real chance that they're going to have to sell or they will decide to sell the Lakers in the next five years. And who would be in the best position to be the front man and thus assume power, so not just a front man, but be the face might be the way to say it, of the organization. 
That's what Magic did with the Dodgers, right? Whatever pool he had, all those rich guys, no one knows their name, behind, if they get Magic, they're thinking, well, I'll own the team, really. But having Magic on board will increase my chance of getting being accepted on the offer. It strikes me that this is all positioning between Kobe and Magic where they're not necessarily trying to fight each other as much as understand what's our position going to be when it comes time of the real possibility the Lakers are sold. Because Kobe would love to be the front man, the face of the Lakers, right? So would Magic. It feels like there's a lot more going on here with the long game. What do you think about that? Yeah, no, I, I Kobe Bryant, for sure, from everybody I've talked to, definitely has the ear of Jeannie Buss. He's the guy who recommended Rob Palenka for the job. So he does have pull with Jeannie Buss. I, I though, would be shocked if they sold the franchise. I'd be shocked because the, she, Jeannie Buss cares so much about keeping it in the family that the only people they're willing to hire are people close to the family or people that know the family. So it would surprise me to see her just walk away from all of that. But correct me if I'm wrong, there's there's uh, multiple siblings that are in the subordinate role right mm-hmm. now but that, that are not happy about that. They, I mean, if they were to overthrow her, um, like Game of Thrones or something like that, I mean, that would be fodder for years out here in L.A., but I just— But but the, but they when you say overthrow, that assumes she's supposed to be at the helm, but there was real doubt about that not that long ago, right? No, and then she, she emerged. She, yeah, she's calling the shots for sure. She's, she's the one in charge for sure. She's the one who got her brother ousted the first time because she wasn't happy with the direction of the organization. Yeah. She's, she's the one in charge. I mean, listen. Here's the thing that I think makes the chance real that the Lakers get sold in the next five years. And producer Daryl, when we make those long-term predictions, write it down. I'll make enough of them that, you know, pretty much anything that happens at some point (laughs) we can say. It's like the famous line on Cheers. Remember Sam was trying to sleep with Rebecca, and he finally did like five years into her being there, and he pulls out a sealed envelope, and he says, read this. Guy opens up, you know, it might have been Cliff or whatever, opens up and goes, on June 23rd, 1991, I will sleep with Rebecca Howe. He goes, holy cow, how'd you know? He goes, oh, I write one of those every morning, seal it up in my pocket. (laughs) (laughs) So one day it'd be right. Well, we don't do that, but we do want to take credit when we are right. Here's why I think it happens. If you're like the Knicks owner, Dolan, all you've known is the city's mad at you. Right? I mean, if you listen to these hardcore Knicks fans, they hate James Dolan, like with a passion. It's like he's their nemesis. But it seems like he's behind his golden gates and doesn't really care. With the buses, you've got kids that grew up and their dad was loved. The city of L.A. loved their dad. So... If the tide turns to the point, let's say that it was even 60% as bad as the hate for James Dolan, if you're worth billions of dollars, because the Lakers will sell for, what, $4 billion is the estimate, I've heard. So if the family's worth billions, but you go to a restaurant and half the people are glaring at you, they're mad, what, is it worth it? <laughs> or take, your, take the billions... And go, and everyone's going to celebrate. You know, she goes up at some point and says, hey, 
We tried to run this the best we could. We care so much. And we think for the welfare of the Lakers, we are going to sacrifice and sell the team. I'm not saying for sure it's going to happen. But, boy, and let me ask you quickly, quick answer, Jonas. If the city truly turned on the buses, you think they they just trench in, trench warfare, and just stay there hated for years? Yeah. Wow. All right, well, put that down for a <laughs> bad prediction from Jones. <laughs> right. All right. Hey, we got it covered, though, right? Whatever happens straight out of Vegas, <laughs> we'll be able to take a bow. The other person can take that day off. All right, when we come back, we're going to continue with this discussion, play a little more magic, and Brad Powers, very prescient, has some – he built a team around players the Lakers have let go recently – and you won't believe how good this team is. That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. 
Hey, it's Cavino and Rich, and much like you, we work hard to try to provide a nice life for ourselves, for our family, for our kids, and we've worked hard to build a nice home. And you want to protect those things. God forbid something happened to you. The things futures are built around are the things worth protecting. Making an estate plan now means gaining security of your assets and peace of mind for you and your loved ones. With Trust and Will, you can create and manage a custom estate plan starting at just $199. Go to trustandwill.com slash crshow for 10% off plus free document shipping. Assure that your family and loved ones avoid lengthy, expensive legal proceedings. The state deciding what happens to your assets, you don't need that. Secure your assets, protect your loved ones with Trust and Will. And again, you're going to get 10% off plus free shipping of your estate plan documents by visiting trustandwill.com slash CR show. That's 10% off and free shipping at trustandwill.com slash CR show. I'm RJ Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will take a look at what could have been for one team in the NBA. Each weekday, we have fun bringing the fun of Vegas straight to you right now on the strip for the second straight show. My favorite temperature, 72 degrees. Fez, you may not know this. That's what they used to keep the Astrodome. And the neon is pumping. So, RJ, we've been talking about Magic Johnson's uh, comments on ESPN's first take earlier, criticizing Rob Palinka and the Lakers organization. Um, there's only one way to make this even worse for Laker fans, though, is to talk about what could have been. And Vegas has broken down what could have been for that prestigious franchise. Yeah, you know, this is interesting. Brad Powers, co-host here did something interesting. Let's finish. I think let's finish up with Magic said, and then we'll we'll look at it, I guess, in reference to what he did. Because I tell you this, Magic, I'm a fan. I am just a fan. You know, he said something. He goes, it just wasn't fun for me. And, like, I bet a big portion of the country groaned. You know, my dad was a coal miner, like, for 33 years. And, I mean, under the ground. And they used to work six days a week, 10 hours a day. I mean, I, it was worth 60 hours in the mine. His whole life, and he's still alive. I guess I'm talking past tense about the work. But his whole life was trying to recover from how much he hated that job. And... Most people do a lot they don't want to do. You know, think about it. I mean, there's always exceptions. But anyone that's making less than 100K probably has some drudgery to their work. Doesn't mean it's not great. You know, school teacher. Obviously, a lot of school teachers love it with a passion. My mom was a 30-year school teacher. But she certainly didn't like all the parent-teacher conferences. She didn't like commuting in the snow. You know, there's elements. So why wouldn't Magic have to deal with things he doesn't like, right? But I think it brings up a great point. If you don't need to deal with things, like Magic couldn't spend all his money. He's worth almost a billion dollars. So why do people work? They work for money. They work for self-satisfaction to feel a sense of mastery, a sense of accomplishment. Well, if Magic's been reneged upon. And let's assume his side's right, that he was told he was going to have a certain amount of power, and then there was a reneging, and it was taken away. He has a bunch of 
other businesses that are making, you know, not a million dollars or two, hundreds of, you know, a hundred plus million a year of revenue. So he's got things to put his energy into. Now, what else do people potentially work for? Notoriety, right? They want to walk, you know, walk into the bar and say, oh, yeah, I'm the guy, the co-host with R.J. Bow on Fox Sports Radio, you know? Something like Jonas is, he ha- he's working <laughs> for notoriety, let's say. That makes sense. Or a sense of uh, position in society. Because if you got to, I mean, think about it. Let's say somehow a brick of cash fell in your pocket. Well, I guess that'd be tough. Fell in your front yard. And you scurried out, got it, no one knew. And you had three million bucks. And let's forget the concerns about, oh, you know, are you going to be able to uh, spend it or are you going to have to hide it from the government? Let's just say you find a way to do that. But now you walk into a place and you're able to buy the steak and the lobster. You maybe even have a mansion and a yacht. But no one knows who you are and no one respects you. Now you consider like a, a well-liked mayor in a small town. That mayor's probably making like 30K. It's a part-time job in some small towns to be the mayor. But he walks in the bar. Everyone's waving, smiling. Magic doesn't need any of it. He doesn't need the money, doesn't need the fame, doesn't need the respect. He's got it all. And the idea that he gets to decide what he does based on having fun or not, that sounds like the freaking American dream. (laughs) It does. Right? So, one, I wish I was there, and I'm pretty lucky relatively where I am with what I have to do that I don't want to. I try my best to guide my life by making it enjoyable because even if it is work, you're not going to do it as well if you don't enjoy it. So, Fez, think about it. That's one of your challenges. I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas, recapping Magic and the Lakers, aftermath of the interview. You used to just bet. You used to be single. So at the end of the night or the day, you work hard, you put on that silk shirt that for whatever reason was a little tight around your breasts, and you went out and, tr- you know, try to chat up the ladies, right or wrong? On occasion, absolutely right. <laughs> Bruh. Time. <laughs> From time to time, as Randy Savage might say. And then if you wanted to sleep until one, hey, no game started, right? You can bet 24-7, don't have to wake up early, sure. Now, he's like, oh, his voice is in his throat. He's worried where I'm headed with it. <laughs> now, now you're picking up kids from or a kid from school. You're doing the chores around the house. I don't know if you wear an apron or not. I don't know what's going on. And you got to be here 2 o'clock every day at the pregame offices. Now, listen, to not have to really work, to get to talk to the nation on the radio and have your views discussed, that sounds like a dream job for most people. But you got to do something as opposed to whatever you wanted. So we all, unless you reach that, that would you agree with that? Because you complain a good bit. Absolutely. Because for, so, for someone that literally has a dream scenario, you complain a lot. Right. Now i got to drop off my, my boy at school. I can't pick him no up. No one wants to hear I'm, your problem. I'm on air. Wait a minute. Hold on. You're crying because you get to drop him off, but you can't pick him up. 
I'm just disclosing. Oprah, I mean, Oprah ruined this country. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like, wow. I respect Oprah in many ways, but could you imagine, you know, I don't know your dad, Brad, but I'm guessing he was a tough, he's a tough man. Yeah. Could you imagine him saying, oh man, my job's going well <laughs> to his best buddy. Forget to hundreds of thousands of people just now on the radio is imagine him going, yep, my promotion's great, but you know, I get to drop little I get to drop little Brad off at the school from the farm, but I don't get to pick him up and it makes me sad. You know, it's like an ennui in my heart. Could you imagine? No, never in a million years. Now, when you said that, did it feel right coming out? Like you should say somehow that only getting to go one way with your <laughs> Isn't there a bus to school? Bus. No, I'm serious. There's a bus, right? Uh, no bus to the school he goes so, to. So you're saying that the kid, that the parents are obligated to deliver the kid to the front door? Yes. Imagine that, Brad. You wouldn't have had to sit in the I back wouldn't. of the bus all that time. <laughs> that would have been nice. Oh, Fez just got me off. I mean, it just is, I mean, the sad kind of, I only get to go in one direction. <laughs> wow. Rich, rich people's problems. For sure. <laughs> but, but I mean... It makes the case. That's what a problem is to Steve Fezzik, right? So in America, it's a great place, right? But it's just a situation where magic's at that pinnacle. And even to Americans, it seems weird that he's bellyaching, that it wasn't fun. I give the guy credit. And I'm going to give him credit one more time because this is something a lot of people got on him about was with the LeBron James stuff. So we've got a little sound from that, and that'll be the last thing we discuss with the Lakers. That's right. Here was more from Magic Johnson talking about the LeBron James situation. I respect LeBron, and I, I love LeBron. I love his family. But sometimes, as a man, you have to make decisions based on your well-being, right? And I made that decision based on me and my own happiness. So I could have done it a different way. Yes, he's right, but I did it my way. And that doesn't take anything away from our relationship or how I feel about LeBron. But sometimes, as a man or a woman, you got to make decisions based on your own happiness. I mean, sounds like we planned that. I respect it. Now, you might say, yeah, but how much pain? It, it Really, Magic didn't answer the question. It wasn't, why did you leave? It's, why did you do it with seeming disregard? for everyone else because it would seem even if you didn't feel it in your heart the time it would take to call LeBron and say you know the only thing this is magic the only thing that's holding me back from this I know it's the right decision for me but LeBron I don't want to leave you hanging you kind of let the other person say oh no magic you got to do what's best for you and I'll be okay and now all of a sudden for the time it took for that conversation you decrease the chance of any animosity with one of the 10 most powerful people in the NBA, counting owners, counting. Yep. And it might seem like magic seems so smart. Why wouldn't he have done that? Well, let me pose an example. Imagine you are working class. Imagine, let's say, minimum wage even. And you come home from a long day and you're hungry. You can pick up your phone and have food delivered to your door. And yeah, you're not going to probably get the shrimp, but you can have a decent meal delivered to your door. 
If someone tried to say, why in the heck would you waste money on that? An American in this first world country would look at him and go, what are you talking about? But imagine places in South America, Africa, other places in the world, the idea that they could hit a couple buttons on a screen and have someone walk up with a cooked meal seems crazy. It'd be like, what are you, the king of America? It's all about what you've known. What is your reality? And for Magic, since he was what, 16? And what is he now, 60? Has to be. <laughs> hey, Jones. Hey, RJ. <laughs> He's 60 years old. And always known for 42 years. 59. Almost 60, always known for almost 42 years, is being the center of everyone's attention. So I agree. It seems, as much as I love Magic, it doesn't make a ton of sense that he didn't take that time with LeBron. But it's he's always been catered to. And in a weird way, that freedom allows him to have a joyous life. It allows him to make bold decisions. But also sometimes, well, it even allows him to say things like this. Here we go. I'm Magic Johnson. You know how many finals I've been in? <laughs> that guy doesn't sound like he worries about very much. And I think there's a lot of good sides to that. And I think sometimes because of his reality, he doesn't think like the rest of us. And sometimes that can be bad. In just one minute, we're going to shift gears and start talking about the recap of the weekend. And then after that, we're going to be talking about Tonight's game. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Straight Out of Vegas here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up in 12 minutes from now here on FSR, we will take a look ahead at a potential closeout game in the NBA playoffs later on tonight. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He's the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. You know, as a Steelers fan, Big Ben feels like one of those husbands where the wives been complaining for a couple years and then she finally broaches the D word and says, you know, if this doesn't change, I'm going to divorce you and get out of here. And then all of a sudden the next day it's breakfast. And the next day the guy's acting more like Fezzik does on a regular basis. But then three weeks later, it's kind of back to where it was. You know, it's like if you're going to be taking some trip, why, why wasn't last year? Where's the pictures from last year's trip? So I like the big bench trying to move in that direction. But come on, let's be honest about it. All right, Fez, let's look back over the weekend. Couple of takeaways. I just want the two. I want the headlines because in a weird way, we've had Saturday pass. We've had Sunday pass. A 6 o'clock Eastern show like Straight Out of Vegas right here on Fox Sports Radio. We're reacting to the reactions. Or we're listening all day. We're trying to other people, trying to hear what hasn't been said. And we try to add that in. What hasn't been said about the weekend's games? Last night's game, Toronto wins. I was unimpressed with Toronto, RJ. I thought that Toronto won solely because Milwaukee had a bad game, particularly Milwaukee's two best players. Giannis had an off game. 
only scored 12 points. Chris Middleton, second best player for Milwaukee, three for 16, didn't even score 10 points. And despite that, Toronto needed double overtime to win as a favorite. And in that second overtime, early in that second overtime, Giannis fouled out. Okay, I think that's a great point because if you just made a checklist and said, how does the key? How did the key players play for one team? Let's say the top three. How the top three do for Milwaukee? Then we're looking at you know other factors. How well did everybody shoot? Foul calls. I heard Giannis didn't have. And I didn't notice this while watching the game. I was on a second screen, but he didn't shoot a foul shot till like nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. So not getting the calls. And this is why maybe the hmm, the assumption of a lot of NBA fans is that game three is going to be loaded the best way possible on the side of that home team. Because imagine, and we've got a case in point, as Jonas said here in a few minutes, we're going to be breaking down tonight's game. It's 3-0. The interest level in this series has plummeted. It's 2-1 in the Toronto series. Interest in game four, night and day, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. And, and Toronto's top two leading scorers outscored Milwaukee's top two leading scorers by 40 points, RJ. If I told you that and I said Toronto needed overtime to win, you're like, wow, the rest of the team for Toronto not stepping up at all. So just to be clear, though, in game three, especially when it's 0-2, home team down, you ha- you don't hand you cannot handicap that game without considering all the benefits of the home team down 0-2. Correct. So, like, tick off what what are the objective benefits? We can say conspiracy theory. NBA is going to put an official in there that benefits the home team, and that's how the NBA would do it. They're not going to cheat, but they're going to put a, a favorable official that's affected by a home crowd that calls the game either loose or tight based upon what the home team would benefit from. You agree with that, right? I do agree, yes. Now, what are the other factors? Intensity uh, of motivation. Yeah, all-in effort for the team down 0-2, and we've seen that, frankly, in that first half trend where this team, the team that's 0-2 coming back home, is came into this year 88-40 and against the spread in the first half. They're five and two well, this year. Just to be clear, because you said a lot of things, and then you said first half at the end. So the theory is that one of the most motivated times for an NBA team is going to be game three at home, down 0-2. But that motivation shows itself early in a game. Because you can be super excited for something, but if it's multiple hours since the game started – it's going to flatten out back to where the other team is. So the way to get at that, a lot of pro batters have been betting the first half to get that crowd enthusiasm and player enthusiasm edge. Exactly right. And, and during those years, many years, even though the bookies knew all this stuff, whatever, whatever, the record was what? It was 88 and 40 coming into this year. For the home team. For the home team. Five and two this year, and we saw it last night. Toronto up at half by seven. Second half, Milwaukee's the better team. Toronto starting to run out of gas. Well, I don't think run out of gas is the right way to say it. It's whatever edge they had motivationally flattens out. Flattens out, And yes. then when they don't have that edge, Milwaukee seems to be clearly the better team. Yes. All right, last thing. I'm RJ Bell straight out of Vegas talking to Steve Fezzik, and Fezzik is now having his godfather moment, which is when Michael says, you're going to have to answer for Santino, Carlo. <laughs> Van Vliet. 
Oh, jeez. One for 11 last night. Now, I was going to play this to cheer you up. One game. If we played them 10 times, they might win nine. But not this game. Not tonight. But he didn't make one out of 10. <laughs> he only made one out of 11. So that doesn't, even the miracle on ice doesn't apply. Now, we found out last week that Van Vliet was your second or third favorite player in all sports. Is that true? He was, yes. Yeah. And now, as you just said, a couple bad weeks. And you've been, a, you've been I don't want to call it love. You've been in sports love with Van Vliet for how long? Last three years. And he's been playing bad for how long? Since In the, the playoffs? Oh, throughout every playoff. So a couple weeks. Even last year. But, but year you before, still loved him. I thought it was it an was, aberration last exactly. year. Exactly. You were able to overlook his failings until he had three straight bad weeks and three years of love going into the toilet. You're, you're that transactional is what you're saying. Oh, I'm very short term. So, yeah. yeah. So if Brad did a few wrong things to you, it could be years of thing, and then Brad's out. All that goodwill's out the window. Absolutely. Mm. Now you know. Duly noted. When we, come, <laughs> when we come back, tonight's game broken down and a little bit of a bow for the amazing Enos Cantor. Two winners off of one pick. How does that happen? That's coming up next. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox, and this is the pregame show you've always wanted, and it's money-making time here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? Backroom deals. Huge amounts of money. CIA secrets. Sets off a firestorm in Washington. Affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning, it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. 
Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of You, the fan. Coming up at 9 p.m. Eastern time tonight on ESPN. It is game four of the Western Conference Finals. Golden State with a 3-0 series lead over the Trailblazers and a two-and-a-half point favorite on pregame.com. Now, this might be hard to believe, but some people are still skeptical when I tell them something. You would think it'd be like, you tell him, he's proven it. But no, a lot of people are like, RJ, do you really believe that these NBA players that have their legacy at stake play hard or not hard, zigging and zagging, as we like to say? Tonight's game proves, if you look at the line, how strong motivation is when it comes to these NBA playoffs, meaning in some cases a team's extra motivated and others not so motivated. So game three, when in theory Portland was max motivated, what was the line in the game? Portland was favored. Portland minus two and a half. Okay. Portland, who was clearly the inferior team. Now, what was the line or what's the line for tonight? Well, the line's still two and a half, but now Portland is the underdog. There's been a five-point line adjustment. What's changed, right? Jonas, as a fan, you're thinking down 0-3, they're going to be even more motivated. They can't lose this game. Right. But somehow, some way, Golden State relative to Portland is five points better than they were on Saturday. Case closed. Motivation matters, and the numbers, you would think, oh, I bet that ho- that team that's down 0-3 does well. They're actually below 500 against the Yeah, spread. since 2003, those home teams down 3-0 only cover 40% of the time. So, we know that. We know motivation is a question. We also know, because we've been preaching it, the numbers say that Steph Curry led Golden State with maybe the best player in the NBA on the bench, or somewhere not playing in a suit on his phone, somehow Golden State's better. That's what the numbers say. What do you say tonight, Fezzik? I lean to Portland, and the reason I lean, RJ, you you mentioned it. There's been a five-point adjustment. Why is there a five-point adjustment? Because typically, oftentimes, when a team is down 0-3 in the playoffs, they get discouraged. They even mail it in. The crowd isn't excited. But I think Portland is a unique team here. I think Portland has overachieved in these playoffs. Already has two upset wins in their first two series. And I expect the team and the crowd to still be very supportive of Portland. Okay, compared. well, hold on a second. Hold on a second. If you're saying the line's adjusted five points, or if you're a Portland fan or better, instead of laying two and a half, you're getting two and a half. That is night and day. That is gold if you're right that somehow Portland won't be affected by this motivational malaise that seems to hit these teams down 0-3, 
then why wouldn't this be a gigantic bat? Because I'm worried that Dame Lillard is not Who? 100. Lil- Lillard has an, a rib injury. Do you know who he's talking about? Damian Lillard. <laughs> okay, go ahead. He has a rib injury. All right. It, it, apparently he's had it since game two, and it wasn't on the injury report, and he's been playing horrible. He's shooting 33%. I'm worried Lillard for Portland is not at 100%, and I'm also worried that their center, Enos Cantor, is barely going to play. Okay, well, listen, we'll take our quick bows on this. I mean, the never got as good feedback as when we won the first prop with Cantor on Thursday night's game. But then on Friday, we said, you know, we think this is still applicable We get for the next game, and it was almost as easy. I mean, I guess it was easy. You only played like nine minutes. Seven minutes. Okay. Fewest of the entire season, RJ. So, listen, it goes to show you, if all you're doing is getting numbers and you're trying to find decimal point edges, it's hard to beat sports betting because of that VIG, that minus 110. But if you watch, and this is what Fezzik does best, not always, but best. He'll see things other people aren't seeing. In this case, I saw it with Cantor. And, boy, we cashed two nice tickets. Fez, you're leaning, leaning with Portland, but not alike in the game tonight. Tomorrow we'll see if you were right. The Odd Couple is next. We are straight out of Vegas. We'll be back again tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio and also on the iHeartRadio app. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Allison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Allison. Thank you. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club.